0: What is branding? Is it just a creative brand name you come up with with a catchy tagline? What does it have to do with your values? For a long time, I thought branding was just that. How am I going to present my product or what I did so that it attracts the the, uh, the, the most amount of people so it has a, a broader view? Today, I've invited Pastor Jonathan Mack to discuss branding and what it has to do with our core values. Once you understand the difference between branding, marketing, and how your values play a part, I believe you'll approach this the the whole aspect of branding in a different way. You'll you'll start to brand with more intentionality, which will leave you a bigger impact on your audience. Let's get into it. Not afraid got nothing Welcome to the Professional Levite, a podcast designed for the Christian recording artist that feels led to minister full-time. I'm your host, Terrence Farrell, a.k.a. T. Farrell, the CEO of Levite Music, a successful music production company for over 20 years. And today, our special guest is Jonathan Mack. Now, just in case you don't know who Pastor Jonathan Mack is, I'm gonna read a little little pieces of his bio. So Pastor Jonathan S.G. Mack is a visionary and scholar motivated for the sake of God To cultivate and provoke a generation into their purpose. By profession, he is an educator in the New York City Public School. By vocation, he's a pastor. He founded City of Oasis Church of Deliverance in February 2013. Alongside being a pastor and educator, his resume includes a musical career, having recorded two albums, with his choir. I played a part in that, just want to say that. It was here at the at the Levite Room, but we won't go into that right now. Um, as well as him being an author, he released The Struggles of a Teenage Saint in 2015. Um, I just want to say, uh, In working with Jonathan Mack when he was here in the studio, and that was a while back. That was a while back. But he was always attention to detail. He always wanted the best to come out. He always represented himself well. He treated the people around him with respect. So I just, I got a lot of love and respect for this man. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, help me welcome Pastor S.G. Mack. Jonathan, how you doing, man?
1: Good. How are you? I'm
0: doing all right, man. I'm doing
1: good. Glad to be here with you, I'm, I'm uh, elated for this opportunity. I'm appreciative of you for it, and I'm I'm super excited right now. <laughs> so am I, man. We haven't connected in a while. We haven't connected in a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, I was I said it when you had called me. I was so shocked that I, you know, I saw your name. And usually, you know, we all ignore certain. Girls. I was like, oh, I got. Answered. So jumped up real quick and answered because we haven't connected in a minute. Is and it's been a while, so I'm just again excited to be here, especially having worked with you on another level before as it relates to music. So this is just a whole different game right now. So I'm with it.
0: That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So I wanted to I wanted to start off because we're, we're talking about branding and um how it how it relates to your core values. But before we jumped headlong into that, I wanted to I guess. Have you explained what is your understanding
1: of branding? So when I think of branding automatically, obviously I would think of marketing in that sense. So I think of branding uh, as it relates to you're creating a name for yourself, or even if you're thinking about symbols, because we know that branding also connects with that as well. Um, But just in a sense of something that is identifiable with you and, also branding, uh, I think it connects with differentiating you from other things. Like what makes you, you, how do I market myself that I will stand out against everybody else? Even if we're doing the same thing or offering the same thing, branding is still what's going to differentiate me from them or from that.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. So I want to ask because you've gone from music artist to pastor, you've written a book. Um, how did
1: you go about building your brand? So, you know what? So, so that's an interesting question because I think that while doing things, I was not always thinking about what I'm putting out there in terms of branding. And I think the for me, the conflict has always been when I think about branding and, and what identifies me, I didn't want to identify me because everything I'm doing is not really for profit, you know, like think about ministry. And of course you make you profit off of music ministry. I understand that, but the greater point was to push God, right. And to advance the kingdom, even as it relates to uh, the pastoral ministry. So I don't know if, if I ever thought that deep into the fullness of Brandon while yet subconsciously I was doing things to make sure that we were identifiable. So as it translates from music ministry to preaching or pastoral ministry, um, I think that I've kept the same flow of what I've done Whereas I try to push the product in this sense with, which would be Christ and I'm giving Christ in the sense of music, or in the sense of preaching, or whatever services we're offering for the community. And I try to just make sure that I'm consistent in the type of thing that I'm pushing, so that becomes what I'm known for, or what we're known for.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And exactly. I've heard, exactly. yeah, I've heard somebody else explain it
0: um, in the way as branding. I mean, yes, it's the logos, yes, it's the slogan, and all of that. But branding is really what people think about you when your name comes up or when your company comes up.
1: Yeah, that's actually uh, absolutely. Because when we think of other people, if someone says their name, Automatically, we have words that come to our mind that describe them, right? Whether it's quality, excellence, um, trash, you know, whatever. the We have those words. So I think that, yeah, branding would then be the adjectives that connect with you, um, which then I think connects back to the quality of what you do um, or that maybe the hype that you create even around it that people now will always see you as or connect with what you do.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One hundred percent. So now
1: uh, we we've we've both heard the
0: name uh, or heard the term core values thrown around in different environments. How would you explain uh, core values? Because everybody's like, "Oh, you got to stick to your core values," or "You got to know what your core values are." How would you explain core values?
1: I think that people just throw that around sometimes and don't really have. You know, we have these buzzwords uh, and buzz slogans or phrases, um, but for me, core values, that would be my deeply rooted beliefs. Um, that's what I stand on. What i It's like my, my compass. This is what it is. It's deeply rooted within me. And that's what leads me throughout this journey and the decisions that I make. So it, it's my, my core values I would consider to be the highest priorities that I have. It's those fundamental aspects to my being. And my being is inserted in what I do.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. One hundred percent. And and I just I guess I revisited the concept of values because um, I forgot who I was talking to. or Maybe it was a book that I was reading and they referenced the fact that, you know, don't say you value health and you don't work out or, or you don't eat right. Then you don't really value health. You like the idea of being healthy. You like the idea of, you know, uh, uh, being able to live longer. But if you don't, if it's not a priority for you, then, or if you don't value it, you're not going to put it high up on the list. And when the day gets flooded with a million things to do, if you sit back and think about what you have to get done or what you are going to make sure you get
1: done, that's probably what you value more than anything else. Yeah. And that's absolutely correct. And, and it goes back to priority. Yeah have values values and priorities go hand in hand right i'm i am led my priorities are determined by what it is that i value so okay so for me uh a core value for me is compassion um so as, as an educator right now i'm also a dean um at the school and i can recall when one student got into an episode um and he began to and i'm close with the student but he moved very aggressively toward me. But I kept my tone down. I kept how I dealt with him down because it's my compassion. That's the driving force, even in the moment that I'm in and core values can't be uprooted that easily. You know, Um, I think that if, and it's not to say that people can't trip up or make mistakes, I'm not saying that, but if it's core, then that's deep. What's within me is always my driving force. And it's also something that's, in practice all the time. So if it's in practice all the time, it shouldn't be that easily uprooted based on the situation that I'm in or, or based on the opportunity that comes. You know, even when you consider just opportunities, whereas you can go astray and make money maybe illegally, or you can do something to shift your brand that can drop your integrity. Well, if integrity is a core value, then I won't do things that's going to to shake up the image. And not, and I don't want to say image in the sense that you're trying to maintain something that's false, but image as it relates to this is my brand. This is who I am. And I also represent something bigger than me or someone bigger than me. Therefore I'm not compromising that. And I don't compromise it. Why? Because I have core values right. that drive my priorities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, my it, it's, it's like a protection, you know, but I guess it depends on what you actually
0: value. Right, 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 right. And, and, I also want to bring up the fact that um, your core values can change. I mean, they normally don't shift a, a, a whole lot, but they can change. If if you have un, if you have an unfortunate health scare, all right. of a sudden health could jump to the top of your core values. Or if you have a loved one that, you know, suffered with an ailment, it's just like, you know what? I'm going to start taking care of my health starting today. It, it's high up on my list. I don't care if I don't get this done. I'm definitely going to get this done. And so they can
1: change. Bro, you know, I, I think we're evolving all the time as a people. Experience changes us. Um, opportunity changes us. Um, just being educated, you know, and not necessarily meaning a degree, but I'm being educated in life and that develops who I am and the values that are now instilled in me. There's there's moments in life or certain uh periods in life whereas certain things just wouldn't be of value to me because nothing in my life connected to that. You know, but if I'm open to growing and we should be uh the type of beings that are constantly growing, then my values should definitely evolve and grow as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One percent So now the connection between branding and um, connecting it to your core values, because, um, when I, when I first, when I first came up with this topic, I was talking about building your brand around your core values. Um, what would you say is the importance
1: of that? Or is that important? It's completely important. I, I don't know how can you effectively function, um, Actually, so I don't know how you can effectively function, but also how can you sustain Mm -hmm. in in what you do absent of the values, because the values should actually inform your brand. I'm going to do things, especially for me, as it relates to ministry, based on the values that I have. The, The career that I pursue is based on the values that I have. So you know it's so I, for example, you shouldn't just want to I just want to be a lawyer Well, why do you want to be a lawyer? There has to be something that drives you to that And if I'm led by my values It'll bring me to the career That's going to make sense, you know And I can sustain it So it you cannot build a brand And you don't have values you Your brand will constantly be changing And, and not evolving that, and I don't mean, you know, a gradual change Or evolution where as you see it bloom And grow out No, there will be abrupt changes changes because there's nothing that sustains your brand in the first place. There was nothing it was built on. So I I don't see how someone can, you know, brand without the values. I need my, my values to inform my brand. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I build it around that. Right, right, right. And now I've seen,
0: and I might've done it myself where I start to try and build a brand around what I want to be, or maybe what I think I should be. So if I'm if I'm in church and, you know, um, you know, Terrence, we want you to do that. And it's like, OK, I'm going to build my brand around. You know what? The youth need something. I'm going to I'm going to build my brand around the youth because, you know, I'm, I'm going to do production for for the up and coming youth. And and the, and if I'm not connected to them, if I really don't like I don't I don't I don't connect with them at all. I don't talk to them. Like you said, it's you can't sustain it. But to them, what'd you say? <laughs> I said, not that I don't talk to them. No, right. Yeah. <laughs> not that I don't, but I don't connect in that way. Right, right, right. You know, um, but I've seen, I've done it where it's just like, okay, I need to do this because we're going to make some money or I need to, my brand is going to be here and I will catch up to that. And we build a brand on what we want to do or what we think we should do.
1: Or what people tell us, you know, Yeah. yeah. people have a way of trying to define us and I'm very big on not allowing people to give my life definition, you know, unless you have been purposed to come into my life and in some way you are increasing and adding, then that's different. But I already need to know who I am. I need to already understand my identity, understand my purpose or understand my, my why. Um, it's not just, you know, what I'm called to do, it's why I'm called to do and my why informs my what, right? So I think that. When we understand that, then we'll know not to exhaust our energy in places that don't connect with us, you know, and won't allow people to push us into those places. And, and though, though, sometimes we can actually be effective in other areas, but it's still a waste of energy when that's not in connection to what you should be doing.
0: hmm. hmm. Now, I, I, I want to I mean, this might be a little off the topic, but I wanted to get your opinion on how do you how? Would you suggest people or how do you suggest uh, when you talk to people, how they find their why?
1: Yeah, I I think. uh, Good question. Um, (laughs) I always suggest to people. Well, what are you passionate about? So, for example, uh, you know, I'm always talking to students. Right. And I I teach in high school, so adolescents, And I'll be like, tell me three. Don't tell me what you want to do in life. I don't want to know what your career choice is unless you can support that with your why or your passion. If not, tell me three things you are passionate about that I have to do this, you know, and, and it has to be something bigger than you. Not like, oh, I have to eat. No, but do you feel like you always need to feed people? See that, that's a passion. And now you, if that's what you feel and you also can cook, then maybe we can go into that vein. Or maybe you need to open up something that can support feeding a mass amount of people. So I always ask people, what are you passionate about? You know, that thing that, that is, it feels bigger than you that you also can't fully explain, you know, I'm passionate about, uh, you know, um, helping youth out but i can't explain fully how i want to do it but i just know i don't like to see them in trouble i don't like to see them going through certain things so okay now we can build on that you know we understand what you what you feel connected to so now let's get an actual plan and look at options that's when i think exposure comes in at so if i can connect to my passion then now let's let's find let's be exposed to things that are in the vein of what your passion is and then we can move forward into whatever other area that's necessary to build out your purpose from that
0: nice nice yeah i i i agree with that i mean i've also and i've, I've heard quite a few things and there's let, let me just say this i don't believe there's one like in the box way to do it because there's prayer involved with it there's sometimes there's trial and error because um you might be Your pastor might call you to uh, do something in the church and it's like, man, that's not really inside my wheelhouse. But if you don't, here's the way I heard it. If you don't know what it is you're called to do yet, start doing things that that people ask you to do and you'll figure it out. You'll figure out if this is your lane or if this is not your lane or if this is a gift that you had that you didn't know you had.
1: And I think that's the blessing in its exposure right there. Right. Expose yeah. me to many things so I can see what connects with me. And even sometimes you end up in something that this is not for me, but you learn something from it. You picked up a value in it. Maybe you picked up a lesson or some type of discipline, some skill set that you can carry over to some. That's why I just like to I just want to know everything, you know, like I want to sit in your meetings. I want to come I, when I was in the studio with you. So. Terrence, what, what is this? How, how'd you do that? What is this? About? Because I don't know how that might play out in my life later, you mm-hmm. know? And then I pulled from this, this memory bank of what you said sitting at a computer that had no purpose, but to me at least, cause that's not my thing, but it connects in this moment now. So I think that exposure is like super important. It's very important to just where we're going in life.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, um, Pulling this back to an audience that um, of 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 artists, uh, uh, recording artists, how would you suggest? Or let me, let me forget. How would you suggest? How did you build your brand when it was when it was music, or when you were when you were in that lane? And did it does it differ from the way you started to move when you started doing pastoral ministries?
1: So so let, let's look at this a few ways. One, back then we didn't have social media as prominent as it is now, right?
0: True. So yeah,
1: true. I uh, I envy everybody now. <laughs> 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 they did not have to do the legwork that any of us had to do back then. You remember when we uh when you wanted to put out a song, you couldn't drop a single on iTunes or on those things back then. Right. You got a single a CD made DVD, yep. to services and sold it for $5. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. 99 cents now online. It's <laughs> crazy. So, um, I, I think that for me, especially, um, cause I actually started my choir in 2005. I don't know if a lot of people know that. Um, so back then when I started it, we made a flyer ourselves and you take right. around the community, literally. <laughs> and that type of, um, I guess that type of, Press that I had then I did carry over into pastoral ministry. It may look different because now we have social media. Even when I started the church in 2013, we had social media, but it was building out a little more that it was becoming prominent. But the the drive was still the same as it relates to constantly pushing the same thing. Um, posting up as much as I can just now be social media, as opposed to that. I will pay now, you know, for the budget on Facebook to have it pushed a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know if I really changed too much as far as it's just, I guess platforms changed. Right. Along with the technological advances. No answers. Yeah. Yeah. That,
0: that, that's a, that's an excellent answer because I, I just, a lot of people, you know, they think, well, you know, back in the day we did this and now we do this. Pushing your stuff is pushing your stuff, even though, like you say, the platforms change. It's going to take hard work no matter how you do it. If if you think because of social media now, uh, it's going to be easy peasy. You just put something up and everybody's going to look at it and go,
1: oh, man, I got to have that. It, it, it doesn't work that way. Literally does. Like I. And and that's why I'll spend the money. I, you know, it's nothing. People don't want to. They want to take the easy way out. You got you got to spend money, all right. You have to spend money. I will post um, a flyer on Facebook, and I will go right to uh, promote. Hit that thing. Do the budget, and I'm going to spend the money for it. And it will reach beyond who you just want to connect with. You know. And but I guess that's the thing too. Who are we targeting? When you think about branding, branding is also about targets, not just me trying to i set myself apart so you can identify me, but also it's about trying to connect with a certain audience. So yeah. who am I trying to connect with? And I think that becomes a major part of why we do what we do or don't do what we do, or sometimes we're not even giving it that much thought. So now we lack the understanding concerning where we could really take something because we're not looking that in depth to what branding really is, you know?
0: Right, right. No, I pr- I appreciate that, man, dude. I love your insight on this. I love your insight on this. So I I've got to ask, what's going on with Jonathan
1: Mac now? Like, what should we be looking out for? So I right now, um, especially as we're emerging from the pandemic, um, I'm trying so to build the church out more. We're I feel like we're more stabilized. We're coming up on ten years in in February, nice. um, here, so. We're we're more stable now I Feel like the church we have our footing at this point. Um, and I want to build the church out more. And when I say that, I don't mean my brand in the church. Like I'm very careful to push church, not push me. Even though I know people want to come to oh, y'all want to hear your pastor stuff like that. But I want to build out the church, such as mental health, for example, we're mm-hmm. pushing that big now in the church. We had a forum recently. Um, I'm going to keep doing that. We're bringing in mental health, um, um, Uh, workers, um, those who are really in the field, because it's important, especially to our Black community. Um, So that's something we're doing. Um, I wanna have our outreach in the church more extensive. Um, But then also, I'm trying to work my way back to music. So that's becoming a thing too. Uh, The good thing about the church choir is that I started with a church that was musical, we can sing, you know. I've always had the idea that we would pause with the community choir because I knew I had to establish a church. And I've always said it. that's going to take precedence over anything else. Um, But I've always said as well, at some point, I'm going to build the music within the church and then go out from there. Um, So within the next few years, I I anticipate that we will be dropping music, that we'll be putting some things out there and that we'll be able to just keep going. And hopefully I could build up others within the church to carry the music ministry as well.
0: Nice. Nice. So you got to let people know what's the best way they can connect with you and see what's happening next.
1: So well, Facebook, you can uh, hit me up on there, connect. We're always posting either uh, my church page, which is City of Oasis Church on there, as well as on Instagram as well. And on Facebook, uh, my ministry page is Pastor Jonathan Mack. Uh, on Instagram, it's Jonathan S.G. Mac. So connect, constantly posting, uh, putting up what events are happening or just something inspirational. Um, so yeah, connect with me on there. And on YouTube, you can catch our, first of all, we go live for services all the time. But on right. YouTube, as well all of our stuff is there um both the church name and my name
0: okay cool 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 real good um any final words you want to leave with listeners
1: yeah listen um when you're building what you're building make sure you build you first you know and and you will develop as you go and be open to that development but you need a foundation you know because if you don't if you don't have that then people can tell you who you are and then you'll get so far away from who you should be. And it's, it's harder to come back at that point, you know? So build you, allow God to build you, you know, and, and put, surround yourself with people who are positive, who understand the value of you knowing you, and then branch yourself from there.
0: Nice. Nice. Love it, dude. I love it, man. It's been, it's been great connecting with you again.
1: Uh, Thank you. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> you're in the studio after a while too. So look out for my call. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I
0: will, I will, for real, for real. Um, for for everyone else that's tuning in, I we appreciate it. Thank you for, for those that come every week. I really appreciate it. Y'all are awesome. If this has been a blessing to you, hit the like button, definitely share it. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify please leave a positive review. We would really appreciate that. That just, that increases uh, the likelihood of them sharing it to more people so more people can get blessed. And it's always our prayer that God uses something in this episode to speak to you directly. And with that, we're out.